I spent several hours fuming and bailing water, followed by vacuuming, but the place appeared to be reasonably less soggy. It was then that I discovered Albert was missing. Apparently, he'd fled to higher ground. When I found myself standing on the ladder beneath my parents' 100-year-old live oak tree, while reaching up as far as possible, I could just try to retrieve Albert from the limb he was hunkered down on. I suddenly remembered why Albert and I'd never become friends. He took a swipe at my hand with his nicely sharpened claws, sending me reeling backwards to avoid them and sailing through the air, landing on my hindsight. The lousy cat could just stay in the tree as far as I was concerned, but Albert definitely won this round. I'd known the second I put pressure on my ankle and felt the pain threaten to make me cry, I was in big trouble. It had begun swelling at an alarming rate. I said a few choice words and eyed Albert with enough contempt to send him higher up the tree. Once I'd wrapped the ankle, I decided there really wasn't much else that could go wrong with this day, so I was pretty much home free. Boy, was I wrong. This day had only just begun to go bad. I knew this for certain the second I hobbled back to the store and saw that the man standing at my counter waiting, and not very patiently, I might add, was not Mr. Edwards at all. Not by a long shot. No, sir. There was absolutely no way anyone could ever mistake this gorgeous hunk for the slightly stooped Mr. Edwards. For starters, the man leaning against my counter was at least a good foot taller than Mr. Edwards and about half Mr. Edwards' age. He looked slightly puzzled at the display of romance novels I'd placed invitingly next to the front of the store, close to the register. Even from where I was standing, I could see he was in a different category entirely from Mr. Edwards and about 90% of the male population of Colorado. As I watched, he gingerly picked up one of those romance novels as if fearing it might bite him. He squinted at the provocative title, his lips actually moving. I could almost see the wheels turning as he shook his head, then ran a hand through his dark brown hair before replacing the book again. He'd probably wondered why anyone would choose to name their book Your Every Desire. I had to smile. Of course, men like that didn't understand the whole happily ever after, love at first sight kind of thing. They didn't need to. They were used to getting everything they needed on looks alone. Not that I had anything against good-looking men. In spite of his being dressed in a dark gray business suit, of all things, it was easy to see my puzzled intruder had a body to rival any one of my fantasies. In fact, he could have stepped from the covers of your every desire.